Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. All right, guys. Hot now, America. Are you going to sing your song? All right, all right. My country cares of the sweet land of liberty on the earth. Did you forget the words? Petri dish for the July America edition. America edition. Petri dish. The following is an actual advertisement. Our sponsor for Petri Dish is a product that I literally have been using every day, Athletic Greens. So I started taking Athletic Greens because, you know, maybe if I wasn't a garbage person, then I would actually be cooking completely balanced meals and eating them for every meal of the day and taking them into work and all this stuff. But just realistically, I don't have the time or energy for that. You know, like I'll do some meal prepping and I'll cook some things. But realistically, sometimes I just eat junk food or something. And it's it's a really good way to be able to get a bunch of vitamins and nutrients that normally you could get in a very well-balanced diet. But hey, let's be realistic. Is this like a smoothie? (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Do you want me to describe that earlier? Yeah, Yeah, so basically the way that Athletic Greens comes is in uh, powder form. Okay. And what the powder is, is it's a powder of things like spirulina and a bunch of other greens, vegetables, essentially. Right. And so it has over 75 different vitamins. It's kind of like taking a multivitamin pill. Right. Except because you're usually taking it in some kind of food or drink form, it's a little bit more bioavailable. You're absorbing it a little bit easier. And it kind of tastes good. Right. Vitamins are bullshit. (laughs) except in athletic greens no i think just the broad point the broad point is that vitamins are real our bodies do need them (laughs) right 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 right. it's just that a lot of times people will not have a well enough balanced diet to actually get all the vitamins they need right and athletic greens gives a good way to be able to get that when it comes they typically recommend sort of the base way to do it is to dissolve the powder in some water and you like shake it up in this little shaky container they give you I thought that was pretty good, but I kind of like it mixed in with some Greek yogurt. So that's the way I've been uh, eating it. That sounds good. I think it's fun. Guys, let me tell you something. Uh, you know, there's two guys who talk on this pod, me and Sean. One uses Athletic Green, Sean. I don't. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking too hot these days. <laughs> I'm not looking too great. Look, uh, you know, I look worse than Sean. And Sean has recently had a dead man's knee implanted into his knee. So, uh, so you know, that's great, and I, I think a lot of that comes down to Athletic Greens. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. Look, so one of the cool things about getting an Athletic Greens subscription now is that the subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, like an extra vitamin D supplement, which is important because, frankly, almost none of us get enough vitamin D in our diet. It's one of the most common issues with people is yeah. that they'll have low levels of vitamin D, and so this is a good way to get it. And you know, it's all year round, including those winter months. When we're all staying inside. Yeah. Like, well, it's or inca- those summer months when you're still staying inside. I Rain, like computer games. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to say about it. Yeah, dude. I've been playing a lot of Path of Exile. And, you know, it's the kind of thing that's affordable. It's on par with having a multivitamin, right? And it's been reviewed a lot. Over 7,000 five-star reviews, according yeah. to the ad copy. All from scientists. <laughs> so it's been peer-reviewed. 
Well, at the end of the day, there's nothing really wooey woo about this product. Right. It's vitamins right. in powder form. Right. Mix it with some stuff and eat it. Right. I'm you know a skeptical I mean? guy. A lot of health stuff, I think, is I don't I don't I'm, I'm skeptical about. But this this is sure shit. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a bunch of vitamins. It's pretty straightforward. And I guess uh, here, here's some ad copy I'm supposed to read verbatim. Well, right now, <laughs> it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Uh, that's actually true. I will say one place where vitamins play a really big role is in the functioning of your immune system. And so if you're not eating a well-balanced diet, your immune system can have some detriment to it due right. to not having enough vitamins. So, you know, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day or with some Greek yogurt. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make that it shit easy. Is expensive, dude. Yeah, it can add up for real. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash emerging, because we're an emerging podcast. That's what they've decided. Uh, again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging, E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's kind of like... um. How poor people call themselves lower middle class. <laughs> Emerging pot, I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, guys, go get the shit. That is, that is exactly what it's like. Go buy a blood of greens. <laughs> you are right. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. Guys, we're celebrating the 300-year anniversary of America. Um, Fourth of July! Very exciting. <laughs> Woo! Is this the 300-year anniversary? <laughs> So it's a long time. <laughs> it's an old country now. 1722. <laughs> well, I'm so proud. We're so much wiser now. <laughs> you know, like we haven't quite invaded Eastern Europe yet. Oh, yeah, you're right. We would have done it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, we're learning We're learning lessons, and that's, that's exciting. You know. Great. That's not what this episode's about. This right. episode is about nitrates and nitrites in foods like Hot dogs. Oh, here. Wait, let's do another. Let's do a different lead in real quick. Okay. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. <laughs> it's the 4th of July, people. Congratulations to America. We're not 300 years old. We're a different age. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> a long time ago, our founders, they signed a paper. And now we are free nation. All right, Canada did the same way with less dead people, but that's their problem, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're a free country now. Yeah. What do you do on the 4th of July, Sean? You eat pastrami hot, and prosciutto. Hot, hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah. You eat hot dogs, guys. This episode is dedicated to hot dogs and how they're giving you cancer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what we're going to be talking about is nitrates and nitrites in food, including in processed meats like hot dogs. Right. Okay? Because I heard about this kind of stuff. But a lot of nutrition science things, right? You'll hear one thing, and then a little while later, you'll hear the opposite thing, and it's kind of hard to tell what's true or not, right? right? And so I wanted to actually look into the science here and see if there is strong evidence that shows that processed meats are dangerous or right. anything like that. Are nitrates dangerous? Yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah. So I think the first thing to say, just real quick, top line, Yep. nitrates are not dangerous, right? Because you eat them in vegetables all the time. 
Sure. So yes. the real question here is whether they're dangerous as they exist within hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. So people will say a lot of things about nitrates and nitrites but causing people say a lot of shit. stomach and colorectal cancer, which are serious bummers, right? right? But like, what do we use nitrates for and nitrites and everything like that, right? right. Nitrites are used for coloring and preserving meat, right? Like pastrami has that really nice color to it because of the nitrites that are used. Okay. And so cured meats, a lot of sausages, a lot of hot dogs, those are all going to have nitrites in them that are supposed to be discouraging the growth of bacteria like botulinum. Right. At least most of them. Some are uncured and they're not worth eating. Right, right. There's, I think, like white hots. White hots, I think, are a kind uh, of hot dog right. that are fully white inside. Gross. They look like milky, Ugh. milky hot dogs. No, it's not bad. They're kind of popular up, dog. up in upstate New York. Ew. Like around Watertown. Oh man, you're just saying a lot of gross shit. Right <laughs> uh, a white and, hot. And then, um, and then you know, I, I got suckered in buying uncured bacon once. Oh yeah. God, that had to be like the most wasted money I've ever spent in my life, dude. Holy just eat shit. Samgyeopsal. Uh, well, or I mean, just cured bacon. It wasn't even a health decision. It just kind of kind of looked good. I don't. Like, know. I, I, I didn't saying, think about it. It's like uncured bacon. You mean pork belly? Yeah. Because like I use pork belly for all kinds of fun stuff. Right. So here's the thing, though. Nitrites do discourage bacterial growth when used at a pretty high concentration. But we have rules about how much nitrites you can put into food in the first place. Right. And it kind of seems like that amount of nitrites does not actually stop botulinum growth. Okay, interesting. And that instead, a lot of the food processing things that we do, like a lot of the steps to keep things safe anyway, mm -hmm. keep the meat safe enough that like when the meat industry did this study to compare hot dogs that were made with or without nitrites, mm -hmm. they found that the hot dogs with or without nitrites had similar non-existent levels of botulinum. Okay. So it kind of seemed like, okay, well, that safety element is not really a thing. So the main reason probably why we still use nitrites is for color and the flavor in cured meats. Right. It does impart a flavor. Right. Okay. Now, nitrates are a very related compound to nitrites. They're found in a lot of plants, and they're typically made out of nitrites that bacteria make for plants. Okay. So this is why whole... some weird people cured their hot dogs and celery. Yeah, yeah. So that is something that you can do, is instead of adding, like, sodium nitrite, you can just add something that's rich in nitrates, like celery juice, to your meat. And then that will help cure the meat in a pretty similar way. Do they interchangeably cause colon rectal cancer? Uh, we'll get let's take into a break. that. Yeah, let's yeah. take a break, and then let, let's get into what has nitrites and nitrate, yeah. nitrates and nitrites, and then we'll get into the evidence for the colon rectal right. cancer thing. Hey guys, this is Donatella Iglesias. And studies show that 93% of our listeners are filled with constant existential dread. Every news item makes them quiver in their blankets, afraid that the world is going to end, there's no hope whatsoever, and God damn it, they just need someone to hold. The dating apps, they're not good enough. I don't want to date. I'm going to die. We're all going to die someday. You need someone to hold. You need someone now. Well, luckily, there's a new app for us. It's called Settle. Download it and swipe left, swipe right, it doesn't matter. It matches you with a person no matter what. So you can get rid of all the nonsense rituals of dating and finally just find a person to just be with as we all wait for our eminent demise. Be happy. Download Settle and Settle today. So again, 
you know, top line. Yeah. Nitrates and nitrates are clearly not cancerous because vegetables aren't cancerous and they have a fuck ton of nitrates and nitrates. Yeah, yeah. So, like, one cup of spinach has more nitrates than three hot dogs. Right. Okay. So, you know, you, you might see something like hot dogs that are labeled as no added nitrates but are still labeled as cured. Right. But in that case, it's because they're not adding, you know, quote unquote, synthetic nitrates. They're adding vegetables that have nitrates in them. So it's kind of cheating, in yeah. a sense, in terms of the label. So I think that label is misleading. If it's cured, then it has nitrates and nitrites in it. Okay. And that, that's up to you to decide whether or not that's a good or bad thing. Okay. Right? Now, um... So, so what are nitrites supposed to do that causes cancer anyway? Yes. So, it What seems... else has nitrogen? <laughs> Amino acids. Okay. And earth! <laughs> right? That's great. I mean, so maybe How, they're fucking going? amino acids. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Good. See? Good. So, <laughs> ni- <laughs> nitrates and nitrites. Nitrates and nitrites as molecules themselves are not particularly dangerous. Right. Okay? If they are related to cancer in some way, it would be because they undergo a chemical reaction with stuff that has amines in it, like amino acids, to form compounds called nitrosamines. Okay. Nitrosamines at high enough concentrations mess up one of the building blocks of DNA, mm. guanine, one of the base pairs. Yeah. Or one Can of the you bases. just eat batshit to replenish that, though? Oh, because guanine. <laughs> guanine. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, so the way that it messes with guanine can cause DNA damage and can cause mutation, which okay. kind of very directly can lead to the rise of cancer. Right. Still, though, man, I just, you know, I admit my bias in this episode is that, like, this is all conspiracy. But, um, oh, wow. but night, 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 plants got all them nitrates. Yeah, so what they we'll, don't seem to cause cancer. We'll get into that in a second. Well, they but, probably do cause a lot of cancer, so, don't they? So, it's just ni- covered up. So, nitrosamine. Big vegetable. We'll get to that big, later, big, also. Big carrot. That's in this episode later. <laughs> all right. Uh, nitrosamines are formed in the gut through the reaction of nitrates, okay. nitrites, and amine containing compounds. Right including some processing by gut bacteria, okay? And that's the reason why you would have a higher instance of gut cancers like stomach and colorectal is because that's where the nitrosamines would be if this theory is true, right? What if your brain was 80% nitrosamines? Would would your brain bacteria get weird? If you already had nitrosamines in your brain? Like 80%. Well, then you don't need bacteria. You're getting brain cancer. (laughs) You're getting brain cancer. (laughs) Um, Is there brain bacteria? Uh, or is that like kind of a more sterile environment? It's hopefully more sterile. Yeah, yeah. It's hopefully more sterile. We don't have like a very vigorous microbiome in your brain. I mean, I do. We don't even have a very vigorous immune system in your brain. Right, so right, So if right. you did have bacteria in your brain... That's one of the we, problems. You'd have that... a tough time. Yeah. You'd have a tough time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, yes. So, yeah. so, Nathan, as you have asked repeatedly thus far, yeah, I'm just... why would this nitrosamine cancer shit happen only for processed meats and not for the fruit and veggies that have much higher levels of nitrate. Probably because of big carrot. Well. Covering up the truth. One possibility is that fruits and veggies have something in them that inhibits the formation of nitrosamines. Stuff like vitamin C. So we have seen chemical reactions in test tubes and stuff like that that show that stuff like vitamin C does inhibit the production of nitrosamines by binding up a lot of the stuff that normally would make the nitrosamines. Well, this is why in the food pyramid you're recommended to have hot dogs always with tang. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, that has driven a question, which is like, okay, can you literally just like eat processed meats with fruit all the time or right. something like well, that. Well, yeah. I mean, you should wrap your pastrami with melon. 
Mm. The other way around. You should take melon and wrap it with pastrami. Prosciutto, I think. Fuck! <laughs> prosciutto. <laughs> right? <laughs> I wrap it with pastrami. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying. My, like, prosciutto my, and melon is a little bit more... This is my kosher cold. version um, of this dish. Yeah, and so the studies I've seen on that one are sort of inconclusive on whether or not that's actually helping. But in any case... Another theory that's not mutually exclusive is that meat might have stuff that actually promotes nitrosamine formation. Right, right. Uh, for so example... The, the chemical bath that is a hot dog's interior. Sure. And in this case, specifically heme. And mm. heme is the iron-rich molecules that help transport oxygen and oh, stuff like that. Oh, there you like go. That. And so meats can have heme in them, especially red meats. We know about these metal compounds. You gotta watch out about metals. They like to fuck. Yeah, they're pretty reactive, and so it's possible that the heme is catalyzing the production of nitrosamines, yeah. which would make the meat kind of more carcinogenic. Meat is itself, like red meat, is also listed as a carcinogen. Well, we'll so get, you're almost like double whammying it here. We'll get into that in the next section. We'll, all right, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, so let's take a little break, right. and when we come back, let's finally get into... So that's like the theory work, right? right. What's the evidence? What's the actual fucking evidence for any of this? Right. right. So let's take the break, and then let's get into it. You know, I actually, um, I was convinced this was all a little bullshit, right? So I looked up colon rectal rates. Yeah. Because I was like, Italians don't have cancer. And it's interesting because colon rectal rates are like one of the top three cancers like everywhere, basically. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Um, People um, getting ass blasted. Yeah. But hey, look, Japan, one of the highest rates. You know what they eat there? Vegetables. Slovakia. <laughs> potatoes. Wow. Right? Eastern Europe. Vegetables, cabbage. All right, so uh, I think it's probably vegetables that cause this. Anyway, I think hot dogs are a scapegoat. Anyway, uh, the evidence is pretty strong that increased consumption of processed meats increases your chance of developing colorectal cancer. Okay, this is based on pretty big worldwide studies. Consuming an eighth of a pound of processed meat every day for 10 years increases your odds of developing colorectal cancer by about 18% right. compared to someone who does not eat processed meat at all. So I'm like pretty likely to get colorectal cancer. Are you eating it every day? Well, I don't, but I eat a pound every two days. <laughs> so that's like a pretty I think you amount. would have increased risk compared to someone who did not have a good life, aka did not eat processed meats. You know, because I probably do eat that much of it whenever I am at work, because sometimes there'll be a little leftover prosciutto and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is true. An eighth of a pound is not that much. Yeah. Right? In any case, this association is actually pretty strong. It's strong enough that processed meat falls into a category called just straight up carcinogen. Right. Whenever you look at a list, it's like smoking, drinking, red meat. Well, see, red meat. Me red meat is technically a possible carcinogen. Oh, this is just a... Processed meat is straight up a carcinogen. Oh, interesting. Right? So the thing about red meat is that the statistics on red meat increasing the odds of certain kinds of cancer is actually kind of weak. Ooh. Like, it does seem like it's there in terms of what our statistical cutoffs are. But it's not very strong, and it doesn't show up in every population around the world. Uh -huh. And so the red meat part is not a straightforward. Sure, spam shows up. Processed meat is straight up a carcinogen in the same category as smoking, alcohol, breathing polluted air, yeah. stuff like that. Although okay? it's a little different from smoking, just in as much as the statistic is strong enough that right. we say this with confidence. Right. But the mechanism is a lot murkier. Yeah, but both the mechanism and how much it increases your risk is different. Right. right. The statistic is strong, but the risk amount is different. So, right. for Smoking, example, high risk. Yeah. So out of 10 million cancer deaths per year, 
1 million of them are attributed primarily to smoking. Okay, so 1 million out of the 10 million. Mm. 600,000 are from alcohol consumption. Mm. 200,000 are from polluted air. Yeah. 34,000 are from processed meat. So, right. much less. Right, right, right. right. Still, Still statistically kind of noticeable, and it's there. Yeah. But it is lower it than those smoking. other things. Yes, yeah. yes. So, don't smoke. Well, except recreationally. <laughs> as long as you're not addicted and you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, something to keep in mind is that all of the statistics we were just talking about were specifically for processed meats, not specifically for nitrates, nitrites, or nitrosamines. Right. Okay. Which is to say that those studies did not look at what in processed meats is causing this issue. That's probably pretty hard because this sounds like a big macro study. And right. like, how are you going to control for those that, compounds that is absolutely diet. why we do not know that definitively what you probably need is just you need like ten thousand kids <laughs> right and you just like put them in nitrate baths and just see what happens right wow like just two hours a day <laughs> for like five five dollars wow uh, see five uh, five dollars ever since that prison <laughs> story five bucks has been on your mind i'd like set my rate <laughs> Um, processed meats contain like a lot of stuff, so it's hard to know what specifically is causing this 18% risk increase, right? Yeah. Or if it's just, hey, all of those things mixed together, like all of those are 1% each, and then you add it all up, and that's 18%. You know what I mean? Hey, Sean, real talk. Yep. If we change the laws and scientists could do experiments on kids, you had to pay their parents like 10 bucks a day or something. Uh huh. How many scientists do you think would just jump on that? And then, like, write papers in medical journals being like, this is ethically sound. It would be, like, more than 10. Yeah, yeah. More than 10. <laughs> more than 10%? More no, than 10 people. More than 10 people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, like, all at Harvard, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harvard and Stanford. Yeah, I think yeah, those yeah. places, Stanford, for some Stanford reason, just have, like, a very high place, concentration dude. of people. And there's so many groundhogs. That are just willing to go I for think it. In, I think all their groundhogs breeds a Hobbesian environment. Uh, where you're, like, competing for space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the mind-Stanford groundhog connection. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's that triad. <laughs> um, okay. So, it is also the case, separately, that nitrates and nitrites in water which can happen from different kinds of water pollution, like mm. agricultural pollution and stuff. Right. When people consume water high in nitrates and nitrites, that can also be correlated to some cancers like stomach and kidney cancers. Right. So that evidence seems to suggest that, okay, nitrite yeah. consumption, that can be bad separately from whether or not it's in processed foods. Right. And processed foods, those can be bad. Right? I remember once there was a town in Kentucky that had like 500 people from a population of 10,000 test for colorectal cancer. Because they would just go to the local reservoir and then shove chicken shit right up their asshole. <laughs> right? And it, was, it was just like a fun thing to do. <laughs> like all of them develop cancer. Yeah, that sounds like a fun thing to do. Um, so America's a big country. Yeah. It contains multitudes. <laughs> Broadly, I think the evidence is pretty good that processed meats are not great for you. Right. I do wonder if there are ways to inhibit nitrosamine formation. You kind of had referred to this. Right. By Dang. having, by trying to have a balanced diet while consuming processed meats. You got to balance your hot dogs and your tang. Yeah. So they hold or, hands. Or, I mean, because, like, honestly, like, when I eat pastrami, right, it's a pastrami sandwich. Yeah. And the only thing I'm eating with the pastrami sandwich is, like, a potato salad. And, like, the thinnest and, like, piece of rye bread. Yeah. Rye bread and, like, a pickle, right? Like a pickle? I'm, 
That's got some vitamin C in there, right? Not really, because we, we talked about this in our well, pickling my, episode. Well, mine does. I put, I put uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, like, dust it with ascorbic acid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, in the pickling episode, we discussed how there was probably vitamin C originally. Right, but, but we fucking, we broke yeah, that shit down. The pickling process breaks a lot of stuff down, yeah. including vitamin C. Vitamin right. C levels drop to like close to nothing in pickled vegetables. Right. Most pickled vegetables. So, right. in any case. So, you got to have like a little, a little garden salad with your pastramis from now on. Maybe. Yeah. But, like, I, honestly, so I, I do it, not it know is, if that works. It is interesting, but. right, because our consumption of processed meats, like, one of the things about this subject that, I mean, irks is the wrong term. It's just, like, the statistics seems fuzzy to me because so much of processed meats are also are about diets yeah. that are awful, yeah. right? Like, yeah. we kind of, I don't know what it is about processed meats, but we, like, maximize terrible diets around processed meats, right? Like, we, like, shove sure. hot dogs. Sure. When we eat pastrami's, it's, like, the worst possible way to consume that meat. Again, just like two of the thinnest pieces of rye, maybe yeah. a pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I, so I, I agree with you. I think we could all just try to eat better balanced meals. Right. And that would probably naturally lead to eating a little bit less processed meat. Right. But, and you could still probably have some. Yeah. And like probably decrease your risk factor by quite a bit. Yeah. But it is true that some of the statistics in these kinds of things can be complicated and difficult. For example, there was a 2010 study that was actually a pretty big study as well, where they were specifically looking at risk factors for glioma, which is a kind of brain cancer. Right. Different from glioblastoma, but still a brain cancer. Uh, and in this case, they were like, okay, are nitrates at all a risk for brain cancer? Right. Like they are for maybe colorectal or something like that. And so what they did was in this big study, they were like keeping track of diet and everything like that. What they found was that nitrate intake was weekly associated with glioma. Mm. But the people who you saw that signal in were actually people who got more nitrate because they were eating more fruits and vegetables. Right. Now, that doesn't really jive with our understanding of how fruits and vegetables are typically healthy for you. Right. And who knows if this is a real phenomenon or if it's just, you know, statistical quirk. Yeah. Or such a weak effect doesn't mean anything. you could have too many vegetables, though. I mean, I knew a kid who drowned in a vat of carrot juice. He had too many vegetables. Why do you do that? Uh, I put him in there. (laughs) 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 He didn't didn't want to drown in carrot juice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's nothing in your story that suggested that he was desiring to do that. You're right. You're right. (laughs) I murdered him. Oh, that's okay. Because yeah. you did it with a healthy thing. It was yeah. with carrot juice. Yeah, I pulled him out. I was like, no, you're the carrot top. Oh, shit. Yeah, he kept calling me that, ironically. And I had enough of it, so I put him in a <laughs> carrot juice. <laughs> that's a fun story. Yeah, oh, boy. Anyway, look. So, I think so realistically... So you shouldn't eat processed meat or vegetables or no. fruit. Eat your fruits and veggies. Right. Eat well-balanced meals. We all know what those are supposed to be like. Right. right? We all know that you're supposed to get some protein, little bit of carbs, yeah. plenty of uh, vegetables, plenty of soluble and insoluble dietary yeah. fiber. Just you know, a like... thin slice of pastrami. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just a tiny bit Not of too pastrami. too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's going to be okay, guys. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You can still have a hot dog every once in a while. I had a balanced diet today because I had Beijing beef yep. and chicken. Yeah. One chicken. That's two types of protein, two yep. carbs. Yep. And then it had chow mein, which yep. has at least four types of vegetables with the noodles Isn't in there. Like little chopped up bits, yeah. Right. And steamed rice. You nailed it. So I had a lot of food groups in there. That's like the most balanced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. That's great. 
All right, guys. Well, we hope that you have a nice 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an important and day. Try not to burn anything down. Well. Do you remember that one time we were at the lake? Were you there at the lake the one time like that it caught on bottle? fire? Uh, Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, I mean, but that was fun and, and bonding. It so sometimes was. fires are good. No. Start, Don't do it. Start smart fires Ooh. that help your family grow together. Uh, this is complicated. <laughs> it reminds me of that fire that got started in California mm. uh, from the uh, gender, gender reveal. reveal. Yeah, right? see, that it's, was... They were trying to get their family started off on the right foot. Too far. With pyrotechnics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then they burned down a lot of the forest and forced people to evacuate. And Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if anybody died, but that was sad. Don't start fires. Don't do that. Yeah. Just eat a hot dog. It's okay. If you're going to do fireworks, do them in your house. Where you're at a lower risk of causing <laughs> forest fires. <laughs> Uh, oh, guys, have a good 4th of July. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, eat your hot dogs as part of a rounded diet. Beautiful. So, like, half a hot dog. Yeah. S- split a dog with your neighbor. Or, you know what? Have a hot dog and then eat a bunch of watermelon. Mmm. Yum. Mmm. That's also 4th of July. Is watermelon good for you? I don't know. Watermelon cast just seems like a sweet sack to eat, me. Eat the peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's peel, probably good for you. Yeah, probably. The seeds, maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, have a good 4th of July. Oh, and we should thank Stacy, our sound lord engineer. Um, you know, welcome to America, baby. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Brian and Griff, thank you for art. Yeah, and, and for fireworks, probably. Fireworks. Griff is setting off fireworks everywhere. Ooh. He's like the mad bomber. I think so. He's like the Unabomber. <laughs> He's like some kind of bomber. Okay, so uh, we have an email address, petridishpod at gmail.com, Twitter at dishpodcast, patreon.com slash petridish. Fourth of July. Have a good one. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> is that <laughs> is that for Fourth of July? <laughs> I, I appropriated it. <laughs> it's because this is like our Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Bye.